Tuesday night feels great. Her little Santa Monica. He's Tim Strachan. What was your motivation for this song to start off? Well, first of all, I'm, I can't our first take any credit. Has a little bit of ask like, the uh, maestro Kevin Ricca. Can you explain this? I cannot explain it aside from the fact that I've been going in years with all these uh, playlists I've been making, and I am on <laughs> 1995 tonight. So I think anyone here go. that enjoys 1995's music will enjoy what we got going on here. But uh, yeah, it just keeps it straight in my head. I don't want any replays. I don't know why, you know? I'm, well, I'm Ken Marangolo. This is uh, The Audible. Welcome to everybody at Hogs Haven. Thank you to all of, our, all of our Facebook friends. Welcome to the basement. It's Tuesday night. If you're a Redskins fan, you're, you're, uh, you're happy, um, I think, in general. I'm going to turn that music down to head as much as I yeah, love man. that. Yeah, just a little bit. I think we can hear it louder than other people, to be honest with you. I think that's a, I think we've come to that. Maybe. He loves to say, turn that music down. Hey, you guys. Yeah, I'm the old guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Damn, kid. Get off my lawn. Rapscallion. Um, we just had the draft, and the cool thing about tonight is, we, you, if, you, if you've been paying attention, we did like a Krusty the Clown-esque three-hour marathon show on Friday night during the draft. We were live on Thursday uh, at Caddy's. Um, so a lot of things don't need to be reset. But I think we can get to the after party, the aftermath of the, the uh, NFL draft. It's uh, been an after party. I, ain't gonna I lie think it to has you. been an after party. I think it, I think it's been a good situation. It's felt good to me. Um, so let's take it from all angles, and let's not start with the ones we've been talking about the most. So I wanted to, and, and I want to start with with maybe did, what didn't get all the love on Thursday and Friday. Um, but what NFL teams thrive on every year, um, for years actually, the uh, undrafted guys. Um, that, that's been finalizing over the last few days. And uh, Kevin, we got some guys who, I mean, they're going to come in and compete and we're going to fall in love with them in the preseason and hopefully a couple of them make it, uh, hopefully not at the expense of an injury to you know a guy we love. But give me your top two. Top two, top three. My top two Saturday picks. Your top. We're talking about undrafted guys. The 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 the, 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 the free agents that we signed in. There's some serious. There's some serious fun stuff going on with the undrafted guys. I think. Uh, you know, not not. I'm saying he's the best player. I think we got as an undrafted, but you know, Greenwood High School in South Carolina has been nothing. Has been nothing but good to to the good guys. Uh, Devon Durant from Marshall, a six foot two, two hundred and forty two pound linebacker, is a Greenwood alum, along with DJ and uh, Josh Norman. I think that, uh, that that that's something to be said as we've built this draft throughout. Teammates, former teammates, a bit of a brotherhood with DJ out there reaching out to everyone left and right, uh, and having the two twenty year old kids talk about the brotherhood they felt when they were in the building when they just came in here for their pre draft visits. I think there's something to be said for that, and in this draft, when you got a guy like that, you know, from Greenwood High School, I think he's going to get some, some, some nice uh, locker room cred with the guys. We loved it. We loved talking about it when uh, Swearinger and, and Norman, you know, first played some downs sure. together at the NFL level. So, um, so it has to, it's, it's it's no less true today that uh, guys who played at the same high school, you know, from that same program, uh, they know some some similar folks. Um, probably taught some similar things. Um, that to me, that's cool. And and, and if you're the kid, uh, you got to think like, okay, yeah, I'm an undrafted free agent. Probably got paid a few few thousand dollars and some airfare, you know, to to come here and and, and uh, try out. 
Um, with the two superstar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with with the idea probably yeah. that those guys are looking out for you. You, you know, think that, they might? Yeah, you might. You might you be. Think you think they might? You might be able to make a play yeah. with one of those guys uh, on the field with you. So that that's super cool. Um, well, how about the fact not the undrafted guys, but the drafted guys, Stroman and uh, Settle, coming from Stonewall Jackson. Yeah, the high school. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's a dream the teammate, come true. You the imagine? teammate brotherhood. Yeah, and we haven't even mentioned the Crimson Tide. It's tremendous. That's right. And the local flavor is as well, T. And let me just mention this to you: another All Met, Demornay Pearson L from Nebraska, 5'9", 195 pound wide receiver, was the Jet Award punt returner of the year winner. This guy's a just a just a twitched up freak punt returner from West Potomac High School, who's another All Met. Nice. You know, that guy's going to have a fair <laughs> shake at things, you know, coming back into Northern Virginia with all the rest of everyone else we're bringing back from Northern Virginia. I mean, I'm digging this stuff, man. You know, there's a rhyme and a reason to all this. And I, I got to mention, a Doug Williams guy, and you know he's so good down in that part of the world. He's bringing grambling guys back here. A guy named Martez, Co- Martez Carter. Remember the name Martez Carter if you're following preseason training camp. 5'7", a buck 93. This guy is the human highlight reel. And I know he didn't do it against the top-notch competition, but we're talking top-notch athleticism. I mean, one of the knocks on him is it's too much. You know, when you get caught in the hole and you're making too many guys miss all at once. Well, actually, that was said about Diggs, that maybe Diggs didn't have that breakaway speed. That's why he did all the high-stepping and everything like that. But look, it's working out pretty good for Stephon Diggs right now. So I don't care what anybody said back then. And I was I was among them. I didn't know he was going to be doing what he's doing now. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's a guy that's going to be serious. But the last one I'm going to mention that jumps out at me before we move forward, Quinn Blanding from UVA from the seven five seven. We all don't have to speak about what we already know about that. But this is a four-year starter at UVA. This guy's a bad dude. Two-time first-team All-ACC. 6'2", 210. Maybe didn't run the greatest 40-time in the 4'6'4 range. This is a football player. This is a bad dude at a position of need for us. This is a guy that certainly thought he was getting drafted in the fourth or fifth round and uh, fell due to that. That that time is, you know, it exists. But when you get a football player like that, a guy that's played that I'm much. sorry, I didn't know at the time. 4'6'4". You know, it's not like he's, you know, exactly. Uh, I just... Uh, I was disappointed when I ran a four six four, but I mean, he's also much bigger than I am. I ran a four six four to get that whiskey bottle <laughs> over to the right of your leg. Let's bridge the gap from the uh, undrafted guys or the kind of like the, the. I mean, again, these are guys we're going to fall in love with in training camp um, because I actually do think they they got some guys who can play football. Uh, Mister Irrelevant, Washington ends up with Mister Irrelevant, which. If you ever, if you watch the draft, if you love the production of the draft, then you always watch Mr. Irrelevant. I always watch Mr. Irrelevant. My, I think my favorite Mr. Irrelevant was Ryan Suckup, um, although as a player I liked him less and less because he actually did well against the Redskins. Um, he, he, I'll remember all the different ways they, they pronounce his name. He kicked the ball good. He was a good kicker, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. And I, I think Trey Quinn, it, so uh, supposedly, depending on what you believe, Jay Gruden wanted Trey Quinn earlier than when they drafted him. It had a higher grade on him than that, which, of course, every team that picked anybody last weekend had a higher grade on all of those, every single one of those players. Uh, the Cleveland Browns had a, a higher grade on Baker Mayfield than number one overall, okay? So th- no, it doesn't matter what anyone says about it. But Trey Quinn is a guy who's going to come in and play in Jay Gruden's offense because Jay Gruden thinks that Trey Quinn can play in his offense. Uh, to me, that's kind of exciting. He, he produced. 
He was a producer. Produced. This dude led the the nation in receiving in high school at Barbie High School in Louisiana. Two-time finalist in the state, 100. This guy goes to LSU. Obviously, T, you know that they're more of a Big Ten type program, the way they run the football. Maybe not a great place for a wide receiver, so he transfers to a great place to play wide receiver and goes ahead and leads the nation in receptions with 114 last year. Listen, one thing I've learned being around the the college game and and seeing great players and good players and the difference between it all is that coaches continually say, you got it, they'll find you. No doubt. It doesn't matter if you're from Grambling or Howard or or wherever the hell it is or if you're 5'7", 193, it doesn't matter. Well, this, you got dude, it, this dude's put on the map, and if confidence has anything to do with it, he came out today and said, I will be the most relevant, Mr. Irrelevant, yep. in the history of the draft. Everywhere I've, sp- I've stepped in, I've set records. I have a chip on my shoulder. Everyone's yeah, going to see that. it. He's got the ability to return punts as well. Uh, he's a technician as a route runner. Uh, you know, he's the guy that finds the window. He finds the opening. He's not the guy that is going to just wow you with athleticism. But one thing that wowed me was the kid threw a no hitter in Little League Baseball nice. in the World that's, Series. And that's that's nice. pressure for a kid. We're, we're dealing but with that, an, you know what? We're dealing with an athlete. We talk about the fact that, that in the Super Bowl, out of the 106 players on two teams, 103 were multi-sport players in high school. That's the kind of guy that makes it to that level. Hey. I don't care how, where you're from or how big or small or. Whatever it is or what school you went to, if you got it, you're going to make it. Homie, 29 of the 32 first-round draft picks played multiple sports in yep. high school as well. This is a common theme. Doesn't Don't forget shock. it. If you're out there listening, stop this madness of year-round this, that, and the other. Yep. Pardon me over here, guys. I'm just saying. If 29 of the 32 first-round picks and 100 and what, 102 of 103 of 106. And who is go, it? Juice. Was that it doesn't take Myers? a mathematician. Right. It was does it not take a mathematician. Myron, talked about be a teammate, be an athlete, be a worker. Enjoy your experience when you can, and uh, knock off the madness. Knock yep. it off the, the specialization that, of sport. The other thing I love about Trey Quinn is that, and, and, and this is true for all of the draft picks, you can go through and look at all their quotes, some of the quotes that they have, and one of the ones that Trey Quinn was, I'm going to do something every single day that sets me apart. You know, those kind of guys, that's what he did. I mean, you know, obviously things didn't work out at LSU when he, where he first went. He, he well, played, they didn't he, throw the ball. He played in a handful of games. Yeah. You know, he, he started. did whatever he did. He ended up going to SMU. And in one year, led the nation in uh, catches per game, 8.8 per game. After sitting out of 1,300 yards and yeah. 13 touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so the Washington Redskins, the good. like most teams, are going to have five or six wide receivers. Um, I think a good a good NFL team these days has has six guys. Um, we don't have six guys right now. Uh, I, I love I love the guys who are vying for spots in our six. I know who we've pumped in the past, all the way down to Maurice Harris. Uh, but listen, we we're gonna get to other areas where the Redskins help themselves. But I think I'm not gonna talk up every single other pick. But I like that Trey Quinn is somebody who could be one of our six wide receivers. That's, I mean, yeah. he just flat out could. I mean, no doubt about it. Um, He's a the, technician with the work ethic. And listen, he finds those little creases and crevices. Yeah. So does Alex Smith. I don't yeah. think he succeeds on a team with an up-and-coming quarterback. I think he needs an Alex Smith to make him look as good as he can, and vice versa. I think this is a, a perfect fit for him to fit on this team. Well, I also yep. think that the Patriots have proven that there are certain roles people can play in, in, in an offense 
if you are that tactician, the guy that you can, I think Jay Gruden, from a coaching standpoint, looks at a guy like that who can go into a place cold in one year and do what he did at SMU and say, you know what, this is a smart football player who I can mm-hmm. do a lot of things with and count on him to do them. And That's right. what you do in the late rounds of drafts. You find those guys that are going to be pros from day one, and maybe this guy's, maybe this kid's it. And he lost his, his, his son, Ryan Grant Gruden Jr., the third, so this might be the replacement a guy that can play multiple spots. Now, I don't think he's going to thrive out wide. I think he'll be a slot guy. But this is a guy that you can give the full playbook to, and he can find a way to get open. Yep. So this isn't just the Trey Quinn show. No, but that obviously. was fun. Um, another guy uh, skipping around, another guy that I, I think um, I think Redskins fans are starting to get more excited about, and I know uh, Brent from Burgundy Blog uh, put his finger on it as well, and – Sean Dion Hamilton. So he's a linebacker from Alabama. Why does that matter? Two straight years, the Redskins have drafted a defensive lineman and a linebacker from Alabama. We have now potentially four Five. of our front seven wow, okay. it w- would be from Alabama. It, you know, I, I don't think Sean Dion Hamilton's taking anyone's spot right away. But um, I thought one of the most interesting quotes about him, um, who ends up going uh, in the sixth round right around 200 to the Redskins, the uh, the quote was, the best version of himself is a, is a starting, uh, you know, linebacker in the NFL. Um, I don't know if, if that and, – and, and he's got the program going for him and the pedigree, um, and, he, and he has the familiarity with uh, top players on our defense. Um, hey, man. You need depth at linebacker, which, again, every team struggles with. But he, he's – He's an interesting guy because he actually also is a guy who who belongs in the NFL. I mean, I think he belongs in the NFL. Ken, he graduated high school a semester early as the valedictorian. Him and Reuben Foster were the two inside linebackers on the nastiest defense we've seen in recent years at Alabama, and he's been called the quarterback of the defense. He is the smartest guy on this the field exactly every why. time he's on the field. This is exactly why Gruden took him. He even yes. said it. He said, we watched how he he was the coach on the field, the way he communicated, the way that he was uh, already a, a field general at the age that he was when he got had the opportunity to play before he got hurt. That's what you, again, late rounds, you find the guys that are going to be pros from day one. That's why DJ Moore moved up the the, the, the Way board up. to be the first wide receiver taken. He is the most pro-ready wide receiver in the in the draft, and that's why he was taken one. Hey, this guy's also got tremendous coverage skills for an inside linebacker. He might be a tad undersized at six foot two thirty. They say uh, he's going to need the big guys in front of him. They say. Well, guess what? We got the big guys in yep, front of him. <laughs> now, now, if you can cover a little bit and, and know where to be at all times, I think we got a player on our hands. And n- this is no disrespect to the Greg Stromans, to the you know Tim Settles, even to the you know um, you know Troy Apkes, who again, by the way is fast as hell. But Stroman and Settle not only played at Stonewall Jackson together, but played at Virginia Tech I know, together. I know, and now are at at this level. And together. I think Settle can definitely provide the brotherhood is real depth on the defensive line. But when I look at, you know, again, I think that Dion Hamilton, who was picked behind some of these guys, I think he has an interesting chance to be relevant on our roster probably right away. Yeah, well, an ACL and a fractured kneecap in back-to-back years don't really help anyone's draftable Draft, situation. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but I, when I look so. I think about our position groups and the battles that we'll be watching in the summer. And at wide receiver, you know, there's guys that are locked into spots, and a guy like Trey Quinn will compete for one of those spots. And our linebacker level, you know, you're going to carry, you know, 
I don't know, eight, nine linebackers, probably something like, you know, maybe even depending on what your special teams makeup is. At least eight. You might have, you might flex to 10. Um, A guy like Sean Dion Hamilton is going to make this team, I think, based on his ability to be one of our best eight or nine linebackers. And uh, that young man can stay healthy. He he will be wearing burgundy and gold. Certainly if he's a special teams player, that's. No. Yeah. I mean. This guy's going to figure out where everyone goes before the ball's kicked. This is yeah. what all these kids are saying <laughs> this, at the this end. This is what we got. That's, this but that's, that's why I'm saying no disrespect yeah. to Troy Apke yeah. or, or Stroman or Settle. Apke even said repeatedly, I'm going to make my mark on special teams, mm-hmm. and then hopefully well, and then hopefully he can. Lineup. Well, he's fast as hell, and that's what he needs to do. Hey, that's but a great way to go in mindset-wise. Hey, there's marks to be made on special teams. you got a lot of money at stake. Well, my point is on the Trey Quinn for wide receiver and the Deion Hamilton linebacker argument is, Christian, the Louisville tackle that we got in the third round. It, 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 we were talking about it before. It, to me, so it satisfied my need for an offensive lineman that I had to have. Uh, I, was, I wouldn't Your take need? him in the second round. Oh, yeah. It's all about you, Ken. If anyone was watching, I had a, a need for an <laughs> offensive lineman. But the thing was is they didn't draft a guy um, who was going to kick inside and play guard right away because um, there, some of those guys were still available uh. and they were still drafted. We'll see. I think. Does I think this, this does this raise the question of does Inseki maybe? I think people were talking inside. about that. I think that's possible. But I mean, I think when you look at Christian, Inseki's in there. Yeah, look, this Christian he, can go. He can go right uh, and uh, left. So well, he he's can a, be swing a swing tackle. tackle. But, but the thing is, he's a young guy who is a starting left tackle in the National Football League. His arm length is through through. You know, he can reach over there and you know get get us a drink from the fridge. And he can, and he, and he's, he's, he's he ain't taking my job. The only thing, no, he's not taking. My all, job. Right, all right, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, the only thing that what do they say about him? The only thing at this point in time is he's just he's not as strong as you want a six five three hundred. You're more like a T Rex anyway. Hey, look, he's gonna play I, tackle in the National Football that League. Short. I'm telling you this though. This is look when you get a freebie pick after you stay patient and still get your guy and don't just panic and hit a button that needs to be filled right now. And we get a project for a guy when we've had two tackles with so many injuries, with backup tackles with so many injuries, and you got a legit starting left tackle in the league to learn behind the greatest left yeah. tackle in the league with arguably the greatest line coach in the league. It showed such wisdom. I couldn't even believe we were doing it. He, uh, he's, gonna, he would be I mean, starting for some teams. If another team, there were other teams that could have drafted him in that same range based on where he was ranking as a tackle, where he would have competed for a starting job on, on plenty of rosters in this league. He's... I, I, I guess my, my what I'm saying is, I, he, I don't I don't think he's our starting left guard. I think he Who? is a star, uh, our best one of our best Christian? swing tackles. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying the Redskins addressed the depth of a very important uh, position group in the same way they did with Deion Hamilton and Trey Quinn, could be, because to me, Christian is uh, going to make our team uh, and probably play because of injury. Because that's the way the world works on an offensive line, but but the guy projects as a quality starter in this league, and we're handing him to Bill Callahan. But I think that's why it, it provides the opportunity to move in Seki possibly to left Without guard. Without a doubt, oh, I think that was, I think that's back I think that was yeah, in the cards. No, that's what it's all about. Uh, uh, Absolutely, this kid's ready to be a backup. It's, it's getting me so excited. Like I had my all right. Parents, school teachers, my sister's a principal, my wife's a teacher. I had to ask for some for some comments on these report cards and. Consistently makes good choices. Pops up when you think about Jaron Christian. I mean, that's not that that that's that's seeing the forest through the woods. I never get that line right, but it sounds good, right? Sounds great. Forest Thank, through thank the you. Trees. Yeah. It sounds, I think There's it's no woods. Spot on. Oh, we yeah. call it the woods in Gaithersburg. There's like seven trees. I don't know yeah, this speak. That's true. 
when you came into this draft, uh, we the biggest like we said it last week, we said it or we said it on Friday night, I should say. The biggest complaint of the off season of everything that happened, of which nothing we talk about these days is about Kirk Cousins, which is insanely awesome if you really think about it. How much of a thing it was and how little of a thing it is or Who? not a thing at all. Who? Exactly. Who? <laughs> the loss of Kendall Fuller and the third round pick. That's it. That was that's the bit. That's the worst thing that happened to us. And we we put it, we put it together to all you Caps fans out there. Congratulations! Four three, baby! Congratulations to us. It's a minute to go. The Caps yeah. just went ahead. Was that the captain? Hey, Juice. Was that the captain? Captain, oh captain! Backstrom, Backstrom to Ovechkin. We're calling that a goal. Mm. Mm. Congratulations, Caps fans. You you deserve. It's it. It's nice to see, see things going Ooh. so well. Yes, it was off for a deflection. Yes. Too. After the Nationals clobbered Deflected the Pittsburgh Pirates and then tapped in. Yeah. Nice. That's gonna look good on the but replays. Hey, it's gonna look good on all the gifts for twi- Twitter tonight. So all uh, these guys will be at a Caps game this year. Yeah. This yep. is the deal. Nats yep. guys wearing Caps hats. Like everyone's feeling the love, the brotherhood right now. You this know is what I'm digging. When you look at the way that the Redskins have had have been forced to draft, uh, and, and and even when they did it poorly, they were still forced to draft. There was just so many holes. It's just pl- plugging uh, a, the holes of a sinking ship for so many years with so many holes. And I'm not saying the Redskins don't still have holes, but some the, years they plug the same holes with the same fingers. I know, Second I know, round. I know. I know. It's a killer. It's it's uh, you just have to think about the awesomeness of of an organization, of being a fan of an organization. That um, and, and this isn't about Snyder at all. That we have a tackle. I mean, this it's called Hogs Haven. We we're, we are a uh, our, whatever thing that we do Good is point. all about the line of scrimmage, um, having quality talent. Like not like I mean, you know, no offense to Steph- the Stephon Hires of the world. No offense to hey, um, I, I know, I know, I know. Watch but your mouth. But you you were when never talking about this level of talent on the backup line. No. In, a, in the most crucial position on the field, probably, besides maybe corner or quarterback. I think it would say, use his common sense to problem solve in an independent manner. <laughs> I'm digging this report card stuff. I can finally meld my podcast at That's home. Good. Yeah, I don't want any trouble. It's the I mean, most intelligible thing I think I've ever heard you say. I don't know I've what intelligible means, we but it sounds one. like intelligent, and let's, I'm good with that, buddy. Let's unleash a little bit of top two love before we break for the night and move on to um, the hot box. Wait, we, I feel like we just got started. I know. Right? I know. Oh, don't worry. Um, because if you, I'm going to say, I keep saying if you were watching on Friday night, you know that somebody here was all guys and no, and somebody here was no guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. And no, somebody no, here no, was no, both. No, 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 we were yeah, both. No, no. We were both both. Are you two having a we thing right both. now? This is cute. No, we were both anti guys and then we were both four guys, but at Ken, different times. you're going to give me the ability to apologize yeah, yeah. On, on Facebook Live. I love I, it when he does it. It's great. Well, I'm not apologizing to your ass. <laughs> I know, I know. I just like seeing it. I'd like to look into that technological device. That's what it's there for. And say that, yes, I felt the bitter Twitter as I'm on live and I'm finding out that TMZ's got a bombshell and he fought in Philadelphia and blah, blah, blah. Wait, and, it was Deuce Daly, which I kind of supported if that was true. And, I, I, and I'm sick to my stomach that after reading all that, and in the moment of truth, I went, oh, I don't want a guy that was late to meetings and cost himself millions. I can't have that guy on my team. And, and I do feel that way. Unfortunately, that information from the worst outlet ever to believe that information that I know better. When I saw this 20-year-old guy at Redskins, 
at the draft party on Saturday, when I saw his personality, and I know this, he started from the bottom, now he's here. If anyone's ever heard about the bottom in Baton Rouge, like Doug Williams said, no one gets out of the bottom. The, the, the way he got here through Baton Rouge Catholic, the whole journey he's taken, this guy didn't do a damn thing wrong. It's all been proven. That was some BS that I think Bruce Allen might have put out there in order to get him 15 picks later. Again, if I could push my way too much credit to a guy. No. Doug Williams. Say that, that uh, Doug Williams saying, did it. Let's give Doug Williams the credit. Doug Williams. Well, we got to talk Doug about Doug Williams yeah, understood will, how to will, save the scenario by being Doug Williams the man. Forget about football. It became about way more than football right then and there. And guess what? Doug Williams ain't going anywhere. So wait, Darius has a man to look business. up to from here on out. Wait, so wait. Business. In the second yeah, round. Yeah, but all that was untrue. The Everything I believed in was untrue. So my point is I apologize. Yeah. I am so happy to have a player of the caliber and a guy of the Twitter, caliber. We accept. we accept your apology. You're not a... You're not a you're, I'm you're on Twitter. A, I said behalf of Twitter. Uh, you said Twitter. And also Facebook. I'm so pumped to have... At 44, Redskins... Uh, Baby beast mode in the no house. No carry-on Johnson. I don't think he, he went right, right before, before. Right before. Yep. He um, says... At that point in time, I, you had Connor Williams. Game after Marshawn Lynch. The, the uh, tackle from Texas, who I wanted. He was by far the guy who I wanted the Redskins to draft at 44. With guys still on the board. I think Ronnie Harrison, the safety from Alabama, and maybe Isaiah Oliver, the cornerback, was, was uh, on, the, on the board at the time. When, when we traded back and picked up the third rounder, obviously everyone went nuts because... Yeah, you're a third rounder. You know you're going to get a good player, and we did. We got a, a great uh, player for our uh, future. But to be able to trade down from 44 to 59, I actually don't think that they thought Geis would still be there. There's no way you can think that 15 teams are going to pass on a guy that was ranked in the top half of the first round. I think that was just, ha like, lucky. I mean, in a good way. I mean, good for them, for putting them in a position to be lucky. But I think they were happy to, to, to get who they could get there. Well, who'd they think they were going to get? Kieran, right? Who went right before? Well, he went He went right before they originally picked, right? Right, 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 right. Um, I think we say demonstrates hard work and the patience to produce quality results. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could, are you saying that Doug Williams? I think you because that was patience. Absolutely. So when but the thing is, is when Darius Geis, who with like two picks to go, it was a foregone conclusion that we were getting Geis. The Redskins fan base went nuts. So, it was the He's exact first opposite. Round talent. It was the exact opposite of There's no the reaction that. to uh, pain in the first. Not that anyone hated that pick because no one hates the pick. And in fact, every, if everyone could re-react to the first round pick of, of Deron Payne, we would go crazy right. and do shots and, and celebrate him the way we. Have I, I know we did not picks. go nuts over Deron Payne like no we one did. did. No, well, some, a, few Allen Allen did. Sorry, a few people but did. But at the same time, if that's our worst pick, then this was a. Mm -mm. Damn good. It's not about it being the worst pick no, 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 team. No, no, I'm just saying. That's what people are saying. The worst, that, like, gut feeling when right, you picked him. Because right, right, right. Geis was the exact opposite. That's what a lot of people are saying. You know what? I'll take that. Hey. We got psyched Hold on. for I'll take Geis. that. You, you know, can't. <laughs> yeah. And, and listen, Geis is 20. Payne is 20. Settle is 20. We have settled Jonathan Allen and Payne for four years. They are 20, 20, and 21. These are babies. Tim Settle's the youngest school, guy on the team. Old school Gibbs style. I mean, big, look, big boys. I, 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 I'm not comparing our draft to anyone else in the league. I'm comparing our yeah. draft to our past drafts. And I am, I'm just, I feel like wisdom That's the hardest part about watching the draft, which I love, is watching uh, guys who I like and and loved throughout the draft yeah. process is, is, is the wisdom, go somewhere I don't like. Go is there, the, is the Dallas, wisdom, Philly, or Dougie Philly. Fresh. Is that uh, where the wisdom listen, comes from? Because you know, there's another story we haven't covered in it. 
tonight. Wait, hold on, hold on, a, a hold on. A little, a little, a little touch of, no, nah, a little touch of class. Trying to get hot box on I, a, a little touch of class is exactly where I'm putting the credit. Touch class. Because Doug Williams, the man, stood up in the face of all this crazy crap going on and said, I got this. I'll take guys. We're taking guys. I loved it. And guess who's going to be in the building to back that play for the next four years? Doug Williams. From so, not a bad guy either for a guy like Geis or anybody else who may need a little mentoring. I love it. I hope that's, I hope that's true. For. I hope that I hope that he can can do that and does do that. You know, for us, um, I hope that the structure of the Washington Redskins organization is malleable enough to allow that kind of a thing to happen. Hey, it's only for Darius to go to Doug. There's no babysitting here. This is having Doug in the building, understanding that's my guy. It's straight talk. You know what Darius Geis knows right now? You know what opportunity you have right now? Don't F it up. Yeah, but you know what Darius knows right now? As his opportunity was getting F'd up and the whole situation of Twitter and everything else and dropping down, he was supposed to be in a mid-first rounder. Who stepped up and had his back? He'll never forget it. He'll never forget it. So, whatever that stuff was about, the the thing that's undeniable is you got a guy who's carved out of rock, who runs, who has always run angry, who who is physical, um, yet uber athletic, can catch the ball, and and by the way, uh, actually can play on third down. I mean, we we have a third down guy who we're going to be putting on the field a lot, and Chris Thompson, but. Um, Guys can pass, protect, and he can catch the ball. Do you know uh, how easy that I'm makes a, us formationally? I'm also a huge fan of putting them both on the of field course, at the same time. Of course, of course, especially when Jordan Reed's hurt and uh, whatever. You know. Load up, let's load up the weapons. How about with Alex Smith, a little uh, double double option? You can either pitch it or shovel pass it. Oh my gosh! Watch listen, out. listen. <laughs> what, are you putting Troy Apke in an offensive? Are you gonna, are you changing him? To you you're not you're not gonna have to, when this is done. We just go out and do a little X's and O's and just. No, but when Play you see Kareem it. Hunt, Darius Geis, Travis Kelsey, Jordan Reed, uh, Tyreek Hill, Paul Troy Richardson, <laughs> like, then all of a sudden you got Vernon Davis and Chris Thompson. Like, everyone talked about the weapons that Alex Smith had last year. On paper, on paper, right now, hey, man, we are yeah. not that far off. No. And, and I will take our J. O-line off their O-line all day, every day, and, and twice on Tuesday. to... Show his chops, which all three of us have at least given him the credit. Agreed. We, we're all Jay Gruden guys. So, we don't think he needs to go anywhere. It's, so it's T, up to him to it, put this all together. That partnership lost, will be more fruitful than the Kirk Cousins. Jay we lost McLovin, uh, and we and I I argue that Jay Gruden inherited, wise. inherited the power when when McLovin left, um, and now we're hearing the rumors that Bruce Allen is quote unquote wants to go to Oakland. It's a mutual feeling. I think it's a mutual feeling for every. I think. Everyone involved feels mutually um, because he, he's a – you want to you know a little – Hey, well, Bruce ahead. came out today and said, I don't want to go there. He'll do that, it. That means He'll, about as much to no, me as, as, as you telling me that – yeah. He, so he's, he was just recently voted, by the way, the um, – we're the, the least dirtiest, trustworthy. How about just dirtiest just bastard the, ever? The guy you just the last yeah. guy whose words you would ever believe. Really, dirtiest bastard. Yeah. Do you want to be the new stadium guy in Las Vegas or the new stadium guy in Leesburg, Virginia? Yeah. What do you think the dirtbag choice would be? Because that'll be his choice. But him and John Allen, it's more like Jay passing him off back to John. And I think that. And I mean, by the way, Doug Williams goes all the way back with all these guys for you know in a lot of ways as well. So I mean, it's kind of. You just kind of have John. I, I I imagine a conversation that occurred, and I could be, and I'm I base this on no firsthand information, where John's like, "Hey, listen, secondhand, 
Bruce uh, is, 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 has done nothing on the field for the Washington Redskins for the most part, even though I don't think that's true. He's made some good decisions. Um, but it's not working. The, the track record isn't there. We haven't been successful. Like, this hasn't worked. Um, I think he knows he's just hated. No, but the thing is, John Gruden. Maybe he's more loved. John Gruden needs a guy to run the business because that's what worked in Tampa Bay. When uh, Gruden handled the football side and Bruce Allen handled the business side, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, by the way, were actually a pretty freaking good football team. And I think they're eager to put that back together. Tony Dungy had a big hand in that as well. Can we get a draft pick for Bruce Allen? Oh, God, no. Maybe maybe the second rounder. Uh, that would be. The what is wrong with you? No, I can mean, we trade for salad? Well, John would, Gruden got multiple draft picks. I get that yeah. part, but listen, they're building him. a stadium in Las Vegas. If there was ever him. a candidate for the guy that could get stadiums built by glad handing, slippery handing, doing all of it, the is, it, is, it, is, not, like is it not Bruce? My policy from here on out is to talk Bruce Allen up in the hopes that we can trade him. Oh, I'm hey, hoping for maybe hey, a third. Hey, can, can we be fair? Like, oh, can we be fair, real quick? Let's just be fair. Let's be fair. Let's give him his due from this draft. He's in charge of trades. You should want Bruce Allen. If you're Oakland Raiders, you should. You need this guy. You need him. I already so said we'd bad. show up and help him move. Like, yeah, it's fine. I, let's go. I got Pack the Mayflower. We'll take a guess. And um, listen, he's going to be. He's, he looks great in uh, black and silver, and he is. Um, and he's he's not a cooler. He's Don't gonna, make it creepy now, Kevin. Yeah. He you, he's gonna there's gonna be around for a lot of hot dice rolls, um, just not for your team. He's not gonna ever get anything right as far as your team is concerned. But you definitely need him. You need him, and you should give us at least a third rounder. Uh, I'll even take like a third rounder two years from now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll get back to this later. Uh, but the thing is, and I got I actually I, I actually received um, a, a, like a, a, an uptick in mail, email from folks around the draft. And I will say it, it was mostly about Doug. Most of the people who actually reached out to me, thought to themselves, I'm going to pop open and write an email. I got Doug Williams love emails. In fact, one person accused me of not covering Doug enough. Oh, no, I'm saying when one person was like, hey, I'm worried. So one person was worried about, like, even about like the fact that uh, we weren't talking about Doug enough. And I, and I made sure to point out, I said, hey, if you watched on Friday night, for three hours. True. We did not give Bruce Allen a lick of credit. God, no. I couldn't watch you for three but hours. But let me say this yes, real could. quick. No, my, favorite, my favorite quote from the draft that. weekend, arguably, was Doug Williams saying why they took Deron Payne and not one of the D-backs and blah, blah, blah. He just said the big boys make the little guys look good. The little guys never make the big boys look good. And I went nuts. And then we had a little conversation Can't about Cleveland that. taking Denzel at four, and that's great, and they needed it. And uh, but They needed some big guys. This, to me, just... Keep it simple, stupid. It's football. T, I know you love it. We got, all right, there was a WWF feel to this draft, correct? Like when those guys were up there on the podium doing their thing, it felt to me like Mean Gene Oakland was about to pop out of nowhere, right? And I was like, I don't know if I like this, but I know this. Deron Payne with that baby face and that physique looks like somebody that comes out next and then just wrecks house. I, I tried to ask this question of uh, Dale Grant the other night, which... Wow, I, was that awesome. I, I, the audio was a little messed up. I don't think he heard my question. But essentially, I was asking him, I know the game has a, apparently evolved, you know, over time, but it really hasn't. It's really Not at the core. Still, at the, not at the right. line at of the scrimmage. At the core of the game, it's still not that different. 
And I would take a Daryl Grant today for the same exact reason you took him in 1980. Because he played 19 positions and said well, mass no. on Sunday? That was great. And, no. and it was a great rapper. He could rapper. do a lot. He was a smart guy. He had the physical ability, and that's where the game is won, is yep. up front. They can make the everybody else look better. Quarterback could be the greatest quarterback in the world. If he doesn't have the guys up front, he ain't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, say no. You're allowed I to say I don't want it. us to get that red flag. We already have it. We registered for it. We paid extra for the red flag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Really? Thank you. That's yeah. Right. Oh, Thank nice. you. There you Thank go, you. buddy. Yeah, we did. Start we did. getting your money's worth. We I won did. a lot of games with Daryl Grant and Dave Butts, and it was so cool to me to hear Daryl Grant say that they are still brothers. And they get together on holidays, and they always send cards. But that just made me feel so good. And God, I don't know if anyone else heard it out there, but Daryl Grant with his two Super Bowl rings was passing them out to the kids, taking pictures. I don't care. I wanted to get a picture with him with two Super Bowl rings. I just didn't know how to say it as a 42-year-old man. You figured it out a way. Thank God Daryl Grant is Daryl Grant and still is. God bless that guy. No, thank you, Daryl. Yeah, that was so good, much fun. Good. As a diehard fan Mr. to have World, a champion. Who, who yeah. started well, he throwing said, out some lines. And, uh, oh. That was pretty cool. He, 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 uh, he said he produced the uh, Redskins song. I remember that song when he started singing it. Yeah, I called BS on that. No. <laughs> You're not really a music rememberer, so that would be great if you did. I remember that song. Music remembering right. isn't on your resume. I don't resume. remember the people yeah. who <laughs> produce them or sing them, or what sure. this, but I can remember the tune. The lyrics? Absolutely. All right, that's fair. Hey, wasn't that a that was a treat, guys, to it have was. a Daryl Grant in the mix out of nowhere? I think it's a good way to wrap up the uh, last the first of the month. Five days, six days, five yeah. days. It is it is a, it is a great a way treat. to wrap up the last five treat. days. We, we would have preferred to have you uh, on the air with us on Friday. Yeah, no. Although and Stabby was great. I had other things to do. Stabby filled your filled your spot with I a didn't, but great. Vibrating mattress story, which mm. I don't even think you could ever even come up with on yourself, Ew. on your own. Ew. Yeah. No, that that alone is a good reason why I did not come. You, you probably it, got really creepy after. Wait three for hours us too. to come back. Uh, we're waiting. We're kind of ball, James, Pam, uh, Keegs, JT. Um, any I just ideas? saw John David's live up in JD. There, in the mix, uh, we're looking for our next show where we want to. We're going to ask you to turn your TV down, and we're just going to narrate life around that TV show. We're not sure what it's going to be yet, uh, but. It, for the NFL draft, it actually really worked. <laughs> Two space out at all. Sure. But now you can call out sure sick that night. You can, you can you can call out sick that night if you need to. But I think you want to be here. Uh, How about this? If we could watch next year's NFL draft, like night Mystery two, Theater, not, 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 not the first round, that show is similar, yeah, very much similar. But if we but if we could watch it as a family, yeah, we will. We will. As a we family, we did. And we did. We started here, till on Friday there. before we yeah. knew what it actually was. Yeah. Uh, we didn't realize we were actually doing like a Sunny Sam and Frank situation with the draft until like halfway through, and my phone ran out of juice just after the Redskins picked uh, in the third round, which is which was just fine. Um, but poetic we're coming back, for the good guys. Turn your TV down. I think we'll, we'll, maybe that's the name of it. Maybe not. But no, no. But turn your TV down. But join in. Oh well, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm sure, there was you guys, I'm pretty sure you guys yes. broke copyright laws yeah. and all kinds of stuff. No, right yeah, that's probably another reason why. I got no way. Here. No, it's digital. This is man. why we're, I only hang out with. As, this is why I only hang out with one lawyer. This is why I only hang out with one lawyer. As general counsel, it was completely on the level. I've got to advise you guys. Completely on the level. Stop talking now. Nope. Yeah. As bartender of the Audible, I'm I'm done pouring your acid. Director that's of Good where Times. We clash. Thank that's you. Where, that's Chief where officer we're... of Good Times. Thank really. you very much. Mix. Yes. Um. Listen. Until next Tuesday, he'll still be Tim Strachan. Okay. Thank you. Well, Timmy. Timmy.
He'll still be Kevin Ricca. Hey, thank you guys for watching and clicking in. When we saw the people clicking in from all the places around the earth, all these great Redskin fans, all getting together to celebrate this badass draft we had. Hey, we love sharing it with you. Thanks for sharing it with us. And Sorry, we are doing, and we are doing it next year. And you will, you're, you're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna love it. No, you're gonna, to uh, he's gonna know Friday the movie. Put it on your Rolodex. It's Friday. Get night. a vibrating bed. Next year, it's it like up. April 27th. Next, for, hey, put it on your calendar. Yeah. We're, we're gonna be in this basement yeah. live, basementing the draft. Hey, is, there, is there, is there, an, is there an FCC rule against basementing? Hey, you don't? ask your boss. Congratulations. No one can. No one's basemented like us. I sleep on the couch, so yes. Pretty much stay still hey. the whole time. Hey. On behalf of podcast studios all across this town of Kensington, Maryland, and on behalf of, of a group of guys who've, who basement like no one has ever basemented in the history of basementing, I'm Ken Marangol, and this was The Audible. Yeah. Hey, Darren, would you mind hitting the uh, stop button for our, our yeah. friends? Pale to Thanks the so rest. much, See you everybody. Guys. Thanks so much. We're going to call this one. Yeah, just hit finish. And then... Hey, if it says hit post, will you hit post on that? Or not. I can, I can come up and get that. Share. Is that right? Share? I, I don't know. That, wasn't that, that was probably... Long. Yeah, There's a million comments. My wife just said, you just told everyone you sleep on the couch. Is that weird? That's why I went, hey, hey. I meant tonight. <laughs> I didn't mean like every night. I meant like on podcast night. You think I'm sliding into bed at 2 in the morning smelling like whiskey and cigarettes? No, instead I go up to her and I go, get me in bed. You got to make those. That's beat the pro, dude. You got to make that. Ken and I got into a legit argument. Why do you do that? Ken, you were red-faced. And then I got red-faced. Huh? I'm not going to tell you guys. I'm going to make you guys guess oh, point what it's about. <laughs> Still, it's beat the pro. Elbow to elbow. See, now you're getting feisty again. I was trying to be cute about it. Are you supposed to text your wife, I keep it real? I don't think so. Like, at any for anything, right? Uh, There's this guy at work, Darren. His name's Tom Reed. He's 6'6", played basketball like hard.